0: What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brandon New Show. As you already know, I am brand new. Shout out to my family at Urban Boulevard. Um BLVD.co. That is the social media pages. You go to uh, .us, that is the website, and if you find something and you buy something, use the code brandon.30 for 30% off. That's Brandon.30 for 30% off uh, of your purchase. I hope you guys enjoy. And let's get into the show. So, um, um, usually, uh, Tuesdays are like top 10 Tuesdays, but, uh, I don't have my family with me tonight, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I, I want to do it solo, get these three episodes done. Um, <clears throat> And uh, you know, but I will be reading. Hopefully, if I'm, I'm starting to feel tingling in my throat. So hopefully I'm not sick. I'm not coming down with something, which has been going around. So I wouldn't be surprised if I got it. Um, but uh, hope not. But uh, I, hopefully I will be back with my family Saturday. And so thank y'all and shout out to y'all. Love y'all. Um, but that's Saturday night. Uh, let's get into what I'm doing tonight. Uh, um, like I said, I want to do three episodes, hopefully if I, I can get down with these, these three episodes tonight, um, so first episode, uh, out the gate is this, so if you've been living under a rock. Uh, I have a new podcast. Really starting right now, but it really will be ham- amped up in season six of our podcast starting in September. Um, and it's called Uh, Wrestling Wars. Now, Wrestling Wars is gonna be technically me just talking about what's going on in wrestling. Um, you know, uh, and what I, you know, you know. Uh, what I like about it, what's going on, how I feel about the state of WWE, AEW, if other wrestling companies coming to it, then I would talk about the wrestling wars. But for the morning part, uh, it's mainly gonna probably be about WWE. Um, and with that being said, I've been doing a couple episodes recently, and so tonight is one of those episodes. So Vince McMahon has retired, if you didn't know. Vince McMahon, who literally is the reason why WWE is even an entity in the world of, of sports. You know, Vince McMahon, um, thank you, Vince, I guess, if you want to say it like that. Thank you, Vince. But I think it was time, you know, I think uh, that now the scandals are starting to come out. And, you know, him paying women hush money and it sounded like it was going to get worse before it even got near it was gonna get real worse, it was gonna get really really bad, so they had to kind of tell him look you can you can just go ahead and retire take the take your bow and go about your business um and yeah i i i, I feel like uh, I feel like vince uh, did that took his ball and went home as he would say to a lot of people took his ball and went home uh and now Stephanie and Triple H are back in charge of WWE, really. are uh, Really now, really in charge of WWE. Stephanie is taking her, I think, her father's position when it comes to overseeing the entire company. You know, business and everything like that. Whereas where Triple H is going to be doing most of the wrestling uh, side of it. Um, which I am super happy for because. You know, if you knew, like I've said numerous times, if you know anything about NXT, the original NXT, not this bullshit NXT that's on right now in USA that I don't watch. Not that bullshit. The original NXT, Black and Gold, when he really came and took over NXT and pretty much put it on the map in about 2012, that's when I think he took over. And that's when he started signing Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. Uh, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Charlotte, Becky. Yeah, he was he was rolling real Ripley. Um Asuka like he he yeah. Shayna Baszler, Amber Moon, like he had a fucking team the Authors of Pain. Um you know, Johnny Gargano Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, uh, Roderick Strong. Like, he he just was rolling at AEW. Drew McIntyre came back. He signed Robert Roode, like, 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 Keith Lee. Like, man, Ricochet. Like, he put so many people on the map at NXT. And now he's, you know, running WWE. Um, you know creative team and I'm looking forward to it I, I, I'm really looking forward to it I think you know the beauty of of somebody like a Triple H has been in the game for so long been in wrestling for pretty much all of his life is the fact that he knows how to create a, a superstar like you gotta realize Triple H had to cur- recreate itself from the ground up like literally like if you know anything about WWE history, about wrestling history, you know uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Edge, Kevin Ash, X-Pac, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H. They are the clique. And Scott Hall and Kevin Ash was in the 90s, was leaving, gone to WCW, greener pastures as they would say in certain lives, uh, greener pastures, they began pay way more money. They left WWE high and dry and went to WCW. Whereas, and of course, eventually X-Pac would go with them, um, which left Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And there was a point in Kevin Ash and Scott Hall leaving the company. I think at the time, X-Pac was hurt. Um, But Kevin Ash Scott Hall was leaving the company, and Shawn Michaels... uh, I think it was fighting somebody in a cage. I can't remember which one. I think it was Kevin Nash. I think it was Kevin Nash. And they were fighting in a cage match. And after the cage match in Master Square Garden, of all places, it's a house show. So it's not... So, it's a house show. So back in the day, you knew damn well, that it wasn't like a phone was pulled out. Like, it was a big-ass fucking camera pulled out and, and recording shit. And uh. As the video shows, uh, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, they're not going to get disciplined. Shawn Michaels was the WWE champion at the time, so he really wasn't going to get disciplined. Triple H comes out from behind the curtain and goes into the cage. And for the first time, I think, in WWE history, you saw that, holy shit, the heel, as they say, the bad guy, the heel, in the face, are actually friends? Off-camera? Huh? And it fucked it up. And, you know, they were the click. They A lot of people found out right then and there that Shawn Michael, Triple H, Sky Hall, Kevin Ash, X-Pac, they all been cool. They've been cool for years. But the allure of WWE is that you're not supposed to be fraternizing with your... the persona, I guess, at that time. Which WWE has... Ugh, blurred the lines here and there since then, but this is before, you gotta realize, this is before the the attitude era. So the image of a superstar was so important. And for you, for two guys that's technically leaving the company, even though they were leaving, and we all knew they were leaving, to be hugging and y'all holding each other's hands up and Smiling and having fun, and at that time, like I said, you know, you thinking, who the fuck don't really know that we all cool and we're all friends, and that shit spread like wildfire. So Triple H, Kevin S Scott Hall was out, X Pac wasn't there, so he technically couldn't get the heat from it. And Shawn Michaels was WWE champion, and so you're not gonna piss off Shawn Michaels. So Triple H got the heat. Triple H got. All of the smoke from Vince McMahon, got everything. Uh, Pretty much told him he wasn't going to win King of the Ring the year, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So thank you, Triple H, I guess, for fucking up your situation at that time. Because if it wasn't for Triple H fucking up that, he would have been King of the Ring that year. And Stone Cold won it because Triple H did the curtain call with the clip. If you didn't know that, go go really go listen to Stone Cold speak on that shit. He wasn't supposed to win King of the Ring that year. It was supposed to be Triple H, um, but he won because Triple H fucked up the curtain call. He fucked up his 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 situation because he did the curtain call with everybody, so with the click. So Stone Cold wins King of the Ring, and the rise of the of three sixteen kicks off. The rise of Stone Cold Steve Austin kicks off, but Triple H had to literally find a way to get back from the from pretty much a burning building like he literally set that bitch on fire even though it probably was it really wasn't his fault but he was saying goodbye to his friends now yeah he could have did it behind the curtain behind the scenes and nobody would have gave a fuck but the fact that you're in front of everybody still in msg and everybody's oh my god they're like really friends what the fuck like they're really like this is not a this is not a game. They like are really cool. What the fuck? Like this is this is weird. And like I said at that time, Beijing was everything. Your your image was everything at the, in WWE. So you couldn't be fraternizing with the motherfucker. You just literally had a fight with, like literally in a cage. You're just having a fight, and now you are hugging and y'all look cool. Yeah, what the fuck is going on with this shit? It just, it just didn't look good. So Triple H Triple H had to literally find a way to get back to the top of the mountain. After that shit. And he did. He figured out a way. He is the second... We're not, we're not counting... Because Ric Flair won a lot of his championships outside of WWE. Well, all of his 16 titles outside of WWE. So... Well, he did win one in WWE. I'm tripping. He won the WWE Championship before. I'm tripping. Um, He won a Raw Rumble, which was for the vacated WWE Championship. And he won that one. So, yeah. But... Outside of that, um, Triple H is the most, one of the, he is the second most decorated WWE, WWE champion, like, 15 time, I think, 15 time WWE World Heavyweight Champion, yeah, so, yeah, damn, uh, (laughs) But 15-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion, that's crazy. He's only behind in the, in the allure of wrestling, behind two people. and That's John Cena and Ric Flair, and they both tied at 16. So to see Triple H literally go from 0 to 60, from 0 to literally Hall of Fame, which, by the way, I think that's who's going to actually be the headliner for this upcoming Hall of Fame class, uh, watch because uh, he's retired, you technically he's in the Hall of Fame, but he's under he's under the he's under DX. He's not really under his own, which I think that's gonna be. I think he headlines the the, the 2023 class, and I don't know who else is gonna headline with him, but he's gonna be the headliner. I think. Um, but yeah, Trouble H, um, and and, and also. So, pulling themselves pulling himself up from out of nowhere, well, not out of nowhere, but pulling himself up out of literally the worst position that he could have ever put himself in and to become literally the king of kings of WWE is a fucking crazy story. And to go on and do what he's done is even crazier. Um, and, like I said, NXT, when he ran it was... That shit was better than Raw and SmackDown. I've said this numerous times when I've done shit like this. NXT was way better than Raw and SmackDown. Way better. And that bitch is on, like, the WWE Network. It wasn't even on TV at the time. It was just, like, you heard about NXT. You actually used to look up NXT on YouTube because it was so good. Like, that shit was incredible. And every NXT pay-per-view was, like, an event. You had to see it. Like it was a it was an on his vent like I'm, i like when Triple H was running NXT I never missed a takeover I never missed a, I missed the NXT takeover the first NXT takeover I really watched was uh, the NXT Brooklyn when they first time they did Brooklyn in a big ass Barclays Center I think it was SummerSlam and they, they they I remember Finn Balor beat Kevin Owens for the for the NXT Championship that night. That was the first time I watched, like, fully watched NXT, and I was like, yo, this shit is good. This shit is good, and I didn't miss, and then every other NXT takeover, I watched, like, every NXT takeover, I watched until, you know, he didn't run it anymore, and now I can't even watch NXT, because it, it just seems like something's missing, and... And you got to also think, he's got an eye for talent. Like, he literally bought in mainly all of the roster that's on WWE. Like, he signed every damn body, damn near. Like, everybody that's been in, like, certain positions, he signed. He bought in Big E. Bought in Seth Rollins. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, bought back Drew McIntyre, bought back Robert Roode. Yeah. So I would say outside of the people that's just been there, that tenure has been a little longer, damn near everybody that's literally been in WWE, that's in WWE and maybe even you know making noise in WWE, like Bianca. He signed Bianca. He signed Street Profits. He signed, like, <laughs> like, like that is literally this man's legacy. Like, you got to really put that into perspective. And now he's going to be the creative mind behind Uh, Raw. I think he's going to be running Raw. And Paul Heyman is going to be running SmackDown. Now, if you know anything about Paul Heyman back in the day running SmackDown, SmackDown was one of the best fucking shows I literally have ever seen when I was a kid. Like, I never missed a SmackDown. Raw, eh, I can miss it. But SmackDown was like the shit. Like, I'm watching right now 2002 SummerSlam on Peacock. And I'm watching... And all of the matches that I remember from that SummerSlam was all SmackDown fucking matches. Like, I remember Eddie Guerrero and Edge fighting. I remember Ray and Kurt Angle fighting. Like, I remember more SmackDown matches than I do actually Raw matches. Like, I I was just watching a match right before I got on here, and I was like, you know, I was like, damn, I forgot Chris Benoit fought RVD at SummerSlam. I just forgot that. Like, I was like, holy shit. Because it cause Brown had just jumped to SmackDown. So it's it's just like that's how crazy that is. Paul Hammond used to run SmackDown. What I'm trying to get to is Paul Hammond used to run SmackDown. Um he used to be the creative of SmackDown back in the day, oh two from like oh two to like I wanna say oh four oh five. Yeah, like oh four oh five. So, he literally was the creative over SmackDown for three years. That's a good fucking run, man. He had a, an incredible fucking run for three fucking years. He was still on TV, which I think he's still going to be on TV now. But I think they gave him some creative control a couple of years ago. And SmackDown actually started being good. Like, again, like it was like some shit I could watch again. I was like, oh, wow, SmackDown's pretty good. And I think him now being a creative over SmackDown is a great thing because Triple H knows how to put on a three-hour show. I think him doing two hours is great. Paul doing two, Triple H doing Raw, which Raw is the, the more appealing show, as what they say. Uh, raw is the most appealing show. I mean, last night's Raw was pretty good, but that was more so because they were in MSG. It was in Madison Square Garden. So, it wasn't a super long show. The matches were longer. And I think that was what made, I think, Raw so good. Because if you actually go, like, watch Raw last night, it wasn't really that many matches. Like, it was like maybe you had Theory versus Drew and then that split into a tag team match. So, that's two right there off of one. Um... They had another match. They had a couple matches, but I think like maybe five or six matches in a three-hour span. And that might have been the best Raw I've seen in a minute. (laughs) That might have been the best Raw I've seen in a minute. There was no 24-7 championships. There was no real reason to have all this crazy gimmick shit. It was like, no, let's just get the matches out the way. And I don't know if that was Triple H's influence because that shit was good. It was promos and the promos were pretty dope. You know, the beginning promo with Roman and and, and, and and Theory, that was good. You know what I'm saying? Like like I don't know who's writing Roman's promos now. I really don't know. But but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know who's writing Roman's promos no more right now, but that was a good promo uh that he did last night with Theory. And uh just telling them, like, to look around, motherfucker. Vince ain't here no more. Vince ain't here. Like, you, you talking tough, but you don't have that same backup that you used to have. I thought that was really good because it's a point out. It's something that you should point out that, yo, Vince ain't here no more, bro. Like, you don't have that same cachet that you thought you had now. It's like there's a whole new regime running this shit, which means you got the briefcase, but let's be real. You really think you going to cash that shit in and win? Which I've been saying, do you really think? Because it, and if anybody knows how to use a theory, it's not Vince. It's Triple H because Triple H signed Theory. Again, he signed these motherfuckers. So it's just like I don't think the briefcase not in Theory's hands even makes sense because it's like that's a very important thing that, that Roman just said, said last night, which I don't know if that – like I said, I don't know if that was written. Or well, that was just off at of the top of the dome. But either way it was, it was a true statement. He needed to say it because it's true. Yo, the, 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 the opportunity you thought you had, that shit is gone. Like, let's be real. Who the fuck going to coddle you like Vince was? Vince was literally holding your hands and trying to give you the world. And now he's gone. And you're the money in a bank winner. Good luck. Because I don't think you're going to win. And that's the thing. I think that's the main thing. By the way, I hate this dumbass idea that you got to beat. You, like, this is what I hate about WWE sometimes. And I hope this shit goes with Vince. It's like, beat the guy, 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 beat the guy. And then he wins the fucking title. And we're now supposed to be like, and now we're supposed to like respect him as a champion. Like, that's the stupidest shit. Like, Theory had a good run as US champion. Kind of being a dick, um, <laughs> I like kind of being a dick, um, but uh, but now it kind of feels like they're now doing the old method where even Chris Jericho has said this, where WWE's method is we're gonna let you now lose so much you're in like a, a massive losing streak, and then you win a title. It's like that. I hope that shit goes away with Triple H now in creative you know creative head of creative because that's the stupidest shit I've ever seen because now I'm supposed to respect you as a champion when I just saw you lose to the motherfucking made car a made car guy like that's not that doesn't make any sense to me I don't understand that but that's WWE for you but Triple H now being the head of creative is massive uh And now rumors are that maybe Sasha and Naomi might be coming back because they actually like how Triple H runs shit, which is true. And not just that. Does that open up the door for, like I've said numerous times, I've said this before, does that now open up the door for other people who Triple H loved but just never got their fair shake in WWE because Vince was running the the main rosters? Does that now open the door up? for uh, Adam Cole does that now open the doors because I haven't seen Adam Cole in AEW in a minute so does that now open up the doors for Adam Cole does that bring back Karrion Cross? like does that bring back Bray Wyatt does that bring back so many other superstars that was just like I love WWE I just didn't like the way it was run does that now bring that back because that's an interesting situation because now WWE can kind of capitalize on the AEW situation where AEW is kind of failing a lot of superstars. They're now starting to have the, the injuries, but they're also having the injuries, plus they don't really know how to really push their superstars. So does WWE catalyze on that? Because, like I've said numerous times, even though he's technically under contract, if they could find a way to loophole it and get MJF out of that contract, do you not try to get him out of that contract and throw him in the Royal Rumble? A massive surprise that nobody ever saw coming. Do you also maybe find a way to get Adam Cole to come? Brian Danielson, who has been in and out of AEW because he's been back to being kind of like an injured person. Injured again. Do you maybe tell him, hey, clearly the regime has changed here. You can come and be the guy you used to be, and we won't touch you. Does AJ Styles now get more of a of a respect to be the next guy to maybe dethrone whoever wins at, at SummerSlam. Does AJ Styles get not fed to this bullshit? Like, is AJ Styles started to remind me of, like, when Seth Rollins first. Like, when Seth Rollins came back and they really had no real direction for the man. So, they just threw him in anything. I think AJ Styles needs to win the United States Championship. I think he needs to be the guy that gets the title, mid-title. But he, he does so much great shit with that title. A lot of U.S. Open challenges. AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley, and AJ wins maybe, and then you know Bobby goes and fights for the championship or something. But I think AJ Styles should get a title. Like, it's ridiculous. So moving back to SmackDown, because him on Raw, is sucks. Like, it's a terrible mixture. I don't like him on Raw. I think him on SmackDown, and give him the Intercontinental Championship, now you got the U.S. and the Intercontinental title both being seen as, finally, both are back to being, this is the titles that you do, you get before they they give you the massive title. like And I don't see that on SmackDown. Like, SmackDown, that's the biggest thing about SmackDown. Is that they don't have no real championship. Like, outside of Roman, there's no real title. Like, Intercontinental Championship is supposed to be, excuse me, the Intercontinental title is supposed to be that, but nobody feels that way. So, uh, like, I, I, I just don't know. But, Triple H com- becoming the head of creative is a massive thing for WWE. Congratulations. Um, it seems like you're moving in the right direction. Hopefully, you continue that moving. Uh, and I hope um, that the King of Kings turns WWE back around. See you guys soon. Peace.